0: Welcome to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At KPB, we don't think money should dictate... Who has the opportunity to play college baseball, or who gets to make informed decisions throughout the college baseball recruiting process? And all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. What's up, guys, and welcome to the latest Daily KPB, where we're taking our written content from our website and turning it into bite-sized podcast episodes to keep you moving towards your goal of playing college baseball. On this one, we're talking about summer, where we want to talk about Six ways we think you can improve your game this summer, and we're just going to dive right into it. Number one, watch as much baseball as you can. I know this one may seem counterintuitive. Instead of telling you to play baseball, we're suggesting that you watch it. You know by now that we're not suggesting that you sit on the couch surrounded by junk food and turn into a screen zombie, but we are suggesting that you take an active role in watching games. Summer is full of great baseball, whether it's the College World Series, uh, MLB teams grinding it out during the dog days of summer to stay in the playoff race, um, or anything else that's on TV or streaming online. Watch the games. Watch high-level games. Watch professionals at your position closely. Look for their pre-pitch routine. Look at how they approach different kinds of ground balls or fly balls. Look at what pitches are being thrown in different counts, what the announcers are saying, although sometimes that can be tricky. Um, Do they make valid points when they're talking about the game? What would you say if you were the one who was announcing, right? So thinking about the game from a coaching perspective or a a fan perspective, and thinking about what you would be saying if you were announcing the game, broadcasting the game, what types of things would you key in on in terms of players and teams doing well versus doing poorly. So um, what you want to do here is you want to tell yourself how you would handle things if they were happening while you were playing. And this can be a really effective way of learning, and it can help you improve as a player. Um, You can do most of this from the comfort of your home, watching on TV, watching on your computer, on your phone, but it's also important to do the same thing when you're at your own games. You know, we have a couple articles on uh, intent when you're watching, uh, purposefully observing, and you want to watch what's going on in your games. What are the guys who are having success in your summer ball games doing? What are they doing differently than you? What are they doing that's the same? What are the guys who are struggling doing? Um, Basically just becoming a fan and, and observing the game, watching the game as much as you can, is going to show you some trends that will help you become a better player. Number two, play or train in a way that will allow you to focus on development. Can't overemphasize this enough. Summer provides arguably the best development window and time to make improvements to your game. So unless you're taking summer school, your schedule is likely as open as it's going to be all year round, right? So Use this uninterrupted window wisely. Um, you know, make use of your free time. A lot of guys, when they have more free time, they'll end up less productive. Don't let that be you. The decision that you make whether you're gonna train or play during summer ball, um, that's a big one. And both options can be the right call for different players. And you should consider not only your short-term, but your long-term goals as a player and also, you know, what's going to provide you with the, with the most fun and what's going to give you the best shot at obtaining your goals. So whether you choose an intense training program or playing summer ball, your focus should remain on developing into the best player you can be. We discussed these types of summer decisions in an in-depth three-part series. You probably saw it uh, come out a few weeks ago where we talked about your decision on camps and showcases, how to pick a summer team or a training program, and then how to balance recruiting, development, and rest. So when you make these decisions, you should be looking closely at all these different variables, what's gonna serve you best in the short term, what's gonna provide you with the best college experience, and then what, uh, not college experience, but summer ball experience, um, the most fun, and then what's gonna help you reach your long-term goals. Number three, play or train in an environment that's going to push you. Obviously, this is right along the same lines as number two, but summer's the time to stretch yourself. Try to play on a team or train in an environment that's going to challenge your limits. Push your comfort zone. Learn from the players around you and the players that you're playing against. If you aren't experiencing success against tough competition, keep with it, okay? It's it's not going to come easily, Um, A lot of times there's a a period of grinding and uh, really working hard before you see any gains. If you aren't seeing the immediate results that you're hoping for, you just have to remember that growth, it's not always linear and sometimes it's going to seem like you're getting nowhere when in reality the next big jump or the next big leap in your ability is right around the corner. So... Do the research you need to play or train at a place where you know the process works and then commit to doing it with intent. Be invested in what you're doing and put everything you have into it and then you're going to find yourself in an environment that's pushing you as a player. And, uh, and going back to number two, it's helping you develop into the best player possible. Number four, commit to a plan and build a routine. Sounds pretty simple Um, You guys have probably heard this all the time, work the process, create a plan, commit to your plan. It's all about routine. Um, This encompasses all that stuff, but too many summers go to waste because high school players have so much time that they just don't know what to do with it. So you need to commit to a plan to get better and build a daily routine. If you ask guys in college and pro ball how they got there, most of them are going to say that they had some sort of plan that they stuck with or they followed a certain routine. And that routine may have changed over time, but as they were going through different levels, they had something that worked for them. Things are easier to continue doing when you've got a streak or when you've, you've built up a routine that you commit to. And even when you're tired and you don't wanna do it, having that streak, having that kind of muscle memory of doing this, even when you don't want to, that's gonna help push you to do it even when uh, the situation isn't perfect. Here's a good example. If you're playing in the Northwoods League or the Cape Cod League, two of uh, Collegiate Summer's most prestigious uh, baseball leagues, you're gonna have games almost every night. You're also gonna have a lot of time to yourself during the day, during the morning, during the early afternoon, and you can use it to your advantage or you can just let it pass by. And so here's, here's an example of what a lot of great players do. They'll wake up relatively early, They'll eat breakfast, they'll work out, they'll take a snack, have a snack, take a short nap, eat lunch, get ready for the game, get to the ballpark early, go through their pregame routine or early work, they'll have the game, they'll maybe hang out for a little bit, make sure they get something to eat, go to bed, start over the next day. Now if you compare that summer ball routine to another possibility, which you know, if you're playing games at night would be maybe wake up at noon, eat a big breakfast, watch TV, go to the ballpark, go through your pregame routine, go to the game, stay up watching some TV, get to bed late, and then start over the next day. One's a much more productive use of time. One is the schedule that a serious ball player who's trying to reach their potential will use, while the other, uh, you know, hey, maybe you can get better playing games, but um, we've seen time and time again that the players who improve the most during summer aren't just the ones who are playing games, they're the ones who are making sure that they get their daily work in, they're making sure they get appropriate rest, enough sleep, they're eating well, they're continuing to work out. Number five, set SMART goals. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. If you're gonna work towards your goals, it's easiest to stay on track with a routine or commit to a daily plan to get better and SMART goals are an important way to help you do that because they keep you accountable and you can track your progress. So make sure that each one of your goals fits with each of the SMART characteristics. So here's an example if you are a player that runs a 7 to 60-yard dash but you've never really trained for running a SMART goal might be to get your 60 time between Six nine and seven seven flat. So shaving, you know, two to three tenths of a second off your sixty time improve your speed. So to make that time bound, let's say you want to run uh, six nine to a seven flat sixty by the time the first day of classes starts in the fall. Is this a specific goal? Yes. Can it be measured? Yes. Is it attainable? Probably. If you're going to push the limits of any part of your SMART goal. Attainability is definitely the best one to push. Just make sure that if you fall a bit short, you're going to be happy with the progress. So is the goal relevant to baseball? Yes. Is the goal time-bound? Yes. Having a reasonable deadline is important because it's not going to let you slack off, right? End of the summer is, is your goal. That's when you want to have it complete by. There's not going to be a lot of time for you to slack off and still get that done. So the only thing you have to do, have left to do after setting that SMART goal is set the routine that's going to help you get there and make sure you're holding yourself to daily standards that are going to allow you to make that improvement. Number six, and our final little tip for making the most of summer, pick a small but important part of your game to work on. Maybe it's bunting, maybe it's base running, um, something that Maybe you don't get a lot of reps on during the the regular season, during the school year. And make it a point to work on this. Make it a point to work on the things that can really make a difference in your game, uh, things that are going to help you become a complete player, a more well-rounded player. Those are things that all college coaches are going to value. Those are things that are going to make you the best player possible. This means that you're going to have to devote time to working on and improving on your weaknesses or things that you don't really enjoy, in addition to building on your current strengths and your current interests. So, you know, if you're a pitcher, everyone likes throwing bullpens. Most most people like long tossing, but how many of you have a routine that you're doing each day that's going to help you improve your pickoffs? It's going to help you hold runners. So, working in your pick series into your catch play routine, working on holds and varying your tempo and delivery when you're playing catch. Um, all these things can make you a more complete player. And most of the time, it's just a matter of putting in the time to, uh, to get good at those things. And whether you do or don't during the this, during this season, the summer is a great time where you have extra time to get this stuff done. When you commit to improving at a skill, even when you don't enjoy working on it, it's a sign that you're committed to making it to the next level. It's a sign that you're committed to playing college baseball and that you have the maturity necessary to make that happen. The more usable your skills are, you know, the more tools you have in your toolbox, the better off you're going to be and the more desirable you're going to be to college coaches who are recruiting you. So if you're serious about playing college baseball, you know already that having a lazy summer, it's out of the question. Okay, Guys will blow past you in a heartbeat. So what you need to do is put together a plan, take advantage of your open schedule, and get to work. We suggest by starting with following some of these tips, work in tips of your own and goals of your own, and get to work. Good luck, guys. Thanks for making it to the end of this episode of the College Baseball Recruiting 101 podcast brought to you by Keep Playing Baseball. If you find value in our podcast, please help us make it better. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, leave us a five-star rating, write a review. All of that helps us get this information into the hands of those who need it most. We're always beyond excited to get questions and provide more information. You can reach us by email at keepplayingbaseball@gmail.com. At Our Twitter DMs are open. That's at KeepPlayingBB. Same is true for our Instagram account. That's at KeepPlayingBaseball. And Facebook, KeepPlayingBaseball. We're always excited to help provide you with the information that you need to make educated decisions in the recruiting process and move towards your goal of playing college baseball. Don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything. And we'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, take care.